Welcome to International Tax Bites, designing the perfect international taxation system. This is a short series of episodes which focus on the design and functioning of the international tax system, each featuring a guest who has expertise in the international taxation arena. We hope you enjoy it. So Harriet, this is it then, after many, many weeks. In fact, how long have we been thinking about this mini-series Designing about the perfect about eighteen months, right? Okay, so it's been long in the gestation. It has, yes. Um, um, I think an elephant. We've 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 been longer gestating than an elephant would. I, I, that 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 thought popped into my head. I didn't want to go there, but you know, now you've taken us down that road. Um, let's do it. So that ridiculous chat aside, we are about to release today, alongside this introductory episode, the first episode in our mini-series, and those eagle-eyed listeners will spot that we have a new logo for this mini-series, um, Designing the Perfect International Tax System. Yes. And this was your idea, wasn't it, Harriet? Um, I think it, it came out of what we've been doing uh, on the podcast generally, because obviously we've done quite a lot of technical content, we've, but we've been following sort of developments in global international tax so you know pillar two and all the rest of it and it seemed to me to make sense certainly from my learning perspective but it seemed to make sense to look at it on a more fundamental level because I think that does help inform how we look at the individual rules it's always helpful to know why something is the way it is and what it's what it was supposed to be for yeah and so tax professionals like us we're at the end of the chain aren't we these things occur. We see them reported in tax news outlets like Law 360. Shout out for Todd. Um, and but then the, the the result just lands on our desk one day, fully formed. And it, uh, you're right; it's, it's good to learn it. how how we get here. So we've taken we've 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 brought together a crack team of elite tax related people, and they really are. That like I'm completely blown away by what you've managed to achieve here because I'll I'll take zero credit. That's not true. I I invited one person out of the people that we spoke to. Harriet's brought everybody else together. Um, but so released at the same time as this episode is uh the first episode in the series, which is uh do we need a global tax system? And that's going to be with Dan Needle, isn't it? Who's basically the world's most famous tax taxi person. bloke. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yes, it is. Uh, uh, Dan is a former partner at Clifford Chance, and he's since working with Tax Policy Associates, which I think he founded, actually. Yeah, he mm. is Tax Policy Associates, I think, essentially, isn't he? Um, well, there are lots of other very talented people who work there, but yes, he, he, um, he, and uh, Dan talks a lot about things that are wrong in the tax system. He is a, a bit of a... a, a a warrior for justice really i would say he's he falls on both sides of the uh, of the divide he doesn't like tax he doesn't like any i think you called it shenanigans in the episode graham yeah shenanigans let's just leave it at that that's that's not weighted with any emotional baggage that word um but he doesn't like shenanigans from either taxpayers or tax authorities does he so that's exactly he's not he's not just poacher turned gamekeeper He's uh he's sort of on he, he'll hold both sides to account if if exactly. they're not yeah. 
And so you, you unfortunately, I couldn't attend, but you ha you talked to Dan about whether or not we need a global tax system at all. Yeah. Or whether it, one just occurs it naturally. And, uh, spoiler, do we need one? Um, I, I that I think the conclusion was we will get one whether whether we like it or not. So we may as well <laughs> try and make it work um, because it's just an emergent thing, right? Even if you've just got all di different countries interacting with each other, you end up with something that can loosely be called a system. Yes, and I'm going to give a tiny little spoiler here. When I listened back to this episode, I really wish I'd been able to come along to. Um, I learned something about Mesopotamian tax, which... I did not know. I didn't remind even me. It was a while ago. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I don't want to give any spoilers. So, first of all, we're, we're talking to um, Dan. Well, Graham's talking to Dan, um, and then we move on from whether or not we need an international tax system. And it seems to be the case that we don't necessarily. We don't come no, to. A, a we don't necessarily have a designed one, but we will have one. Whatever happens. Exactly. And so in the next episode, which uh, I think we're releasing two a week, is that right? Yeah, yeah, we're going to try and do. And so in the first week, it'll be Tuesday and Friday. And then for the following weeks, it'll be Monday, Friday, Monday, Friday, Monday, Friday. I'm, I'm just laughing because it just came into my head. Um, we're releasing two a week until our demands are met. <laughs> <laughs> right. OK. Um, so then after that, we looked at who should participate in a global international tax system. Uh, with Dan Bunn, Daniel Bunn. Of uh, uh, Tax Foundation. Yes, President and CEO of Tax Foundation. And that was absolutely fascinating, wasn't it? Because Daniel talked to us about uh, lots of things. But one of the things that I find most fascinating was uh, the US's sort of input into the international yeah. tax system. He was really good. Um, so just to say also that the Tax Foundation has... has either has or is about to open its Brussels office, um, which uh, is interesting that they're, they're, they're not going to just be a US-based thing anymore. They're engaging with the rest of the world, which is good. It would be good for everybody, including the US. Um, Absolutely. Okay. So what was the third one? Uh, next, we talked about the development of the global tax system and how uh, nations have and will participate in that. And they're, I, I got I got a complete education, well, not a complete education, but I certainly got a lot of education from the very wonderful Thornton Matheson. She was amazing. Who talked to us about global tax, capital exporters and capital importers. And as I say, I had to do a lot of very quick learning for this because my my economics is um, less than rudimentary. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Murphy would be very upset at me. Um, so can we just explain who Thornton is? Because she's not, while well, she's, active in tax she's not one of the tax person because she is an economist isn't she so she is an economist um she has a phd in economics with 20 years of experience in tax policy she's at the imf she's been at the u.s department of treasury and the urban brookings tax policy center uh and she is just phenomenal <laughs> she is um really if you're just a tax person just a tax person just tax people are great. But if you're just a tax person, listen to that. If you don't listen to anything else, well, you will listen to all of them, but listen to her. She's, it really was open, just eye opening. Anyway. Yes. Right. And very interesting. And you sort of, you think these things don't matter to a practitioner, but it does give you a real insight into why we end up where we end up. 
and what yeah. the different pressures are. And I think that is really valuable. So we, yeah, we then spoke to, uh, so that was, that was Thornton and that was absolutely brilliant. Um, next. We're modest, by the way, all of these episodes are absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but not because we're in them. I no, mean, I've, I've left every single recording thinking, oh my God, that was amazing. Um, yes, but, but I'm, I'm not sure whether... We, we we don't generally do the majority of the talking, do we? Yeah, yeah, no, we keep quiet for a lot of those. The brains are huge and some of the people that we talk to. Okay, so we spoke to Sam Mither, didn't we? Next, who gives the name to Seeds? Yeah, Sam is uh, XHMRC policy. And in our episode, I mean, Sam has done, if you listen, when you listen to the episode, I talk about everything that uh, Sam has done and basically... He's done everything in tax. Yeah, the only thing he hasn't done is be Chancellor of the Exchequer. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so um, he's got. He describes himself as having exceptionally wide-ranging experience um, of working at the heart of government, but he's been a leader in tax policy, and he was involved with um, things like the very early um, transfer pricing and uh, uh, controls rules. Yeah. And how those were not only not only the policy behind those, but how those were implemented. So we, we talked to Sam um, about international tax policy and an inside perspective. And what's really fascinating about that is that Sam's career spanned really the very early stages of this, where there was very little contact between revenue authorities right up to the time when uh, CRS was being developed. So. Sam has a really interesting historical perspective on how we've ended up where we've ended up and yeah. how policy gets made and implemented. I actually thought so for those for those who are who are going to listen to it um, well please everybody listen to it um but I thought that I thought that episode would actually would actually be a good fit as a pair with the with the second Dominic Sambrook episode because they overlap. Yes they do don't they in terms historically, of historically the don't they. Yeah. And so you get the perspective of sort of what was going on politically, mostly within the UK from Dominic, but then... And then you see happened. inside the magic box, inside the black box that's making the policy that yeah. we're talking about from a historical perspective. Yeah, no, it was that, that, that they will go well together. Okay, right. So uh, then we move on to Paul Eastwood. We then move on to Paul Eastwood. All nations. With, with Paul, what we were talking, what we're talking about is the... Um, the perspective of some of these sort of, as, as Graham said, small nations in inverted commas. Uh, Paul is based in Jersey in the Channel Islands. He is currently a tax partner at KPMG, but he was previously the deputy comptroller of taxes for Jersey. So that's sort of second in command of the Jersey Tax Authority. Um, and what we're focused on there is how jurisdictions like Jersey and Guernsey and Gibraltar and the Cayman Islands interact with the bigger and higher tax jurisdictions in terms of making international tax policy and some of the challenges that they face and yeah. what they get out of it. And again, this has all been an absolutely fascinating process. Paul was great. Who have we got next? Um, we have got Global Tax and Developing Nations, which we talked about with Carlos Proto. Carlos Proto, yes. yes. Um, Carlos, he was fantastic. We, you, you might know, notice that we have, we have a lot of people who we think are fantastic. Well, we don't pick people we think are rubbish, do we? No, but we pick them. 
they mean, came we, on, which was incredible. And then they were just way I mean, We could ask my son Alexander what he thinks about international tax, but he's not going to add much. Let's get the guy from the UN. <laughs> so Carlos came to talk to us about how developing nations, uh, similar to the previous episode with Paul, but in a in the context of developing nations. Yeah. Um, and Carlos, again, just has the most terrifyingly amazing wealth of experience. Read he, it out. Go on, read it out. He's director can't, of inter- Listeners can't see, but Harriet's got his profile from the UN website in front of us. Go on, read, the, read it out. Go on. He's director of international tax relations for the Ministry of Treasury Argentina. Um, he's previously been the director of direct taxation, uh, coordinator of the National Tax Directorate. Um, he is on the UN what's it called committee of experts on international cooperation in tax matters and let's just let's just just pause for a minute right that committee of experts is the inheritor that the direct descendant of the committee of experts that designed the first model convention yes yes that's yes that, that that's enough just <laughs> i it's <laughs> I'm not sure what you what mad what magic you did in Lincolnshire. Whether you went off into the woods and like <laughs> did some ritual that got all these people to come on. What? What? How did you just send him an email? I literally just wrote to him, and all I can say is that the fact that we've managed to pull this series together is a real testament to the kindness and dedication of some very very busy and important people who it's, have taken time out to do this with us. Yeah, uh, you know, that's something that we can say for the for the podcast right from the very start, from the very first guest that we got, which I think might have been Jack Bonehill. Um, it's people very rarely say no. Yeah, we've been very, very lucky, and yeah. I'm absolutely astonished that, that, that most of these guests have said yes. Um, astonished and delighted, and they have, despite the fact I had pretty high expectations, those have been exceeded. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you're a barrister. You think you can do anything? Yeah, this has given me an indication that I, perhaps, perhaps I can't, and there are some much, much smarter people out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been humbled. I've been humbled by this. Right, okay. So, um, Carlos was fantastic. Gave us an insight into the way the UN works. Gave us an insight into the way the OECD works. Gave us insight into the capacity of smaller of uh, developing countries to deal with international taxation reform. Completely blew my mind. And we did Carlos and, to- uh, and Thornton quite close together, didn't we? We did, yes. Yeah, yeah. so that was just like, that would, it's, it, it felt like we'd stepped up a level. Anyway, um, okay, so uh, who was next? Uh, so next, we talked about the implementation of global tax provisions with Mabakisa Mwape. Um, and again, th- this was uh, something that far exceeded our expectations. So... And again, Mubakisa, I've just got to pull up his uh his um CV profile. Yes, because it's too it's too long and uh, uh, Mubakisa looks about 22 years old from his CV. He has the CV of a 112-year-old. Yes, he does, absolutely. So he's currently at the International Centre for Tax and Development, um, working in international law. He is leading um 
the National Lens Project, which examines the appropriateness of international tax standards in lower income country contexts. And we hope he's going to come back to talk to us about that on another yeah. episode, because that sounds absolutely fascinating. Um, however, before going into sort of uh, academia, Mabakiso worked at the Revenue Authority of I'm trying to Botswana. Botswana, that was it. Yeah. He's worked at the Revenue Authority of Botswana. Um, IBFD. And, yeah. And you can basically he, publish our articles. Just a quick plug for the Bulletin of International Taxation. Yes. Please buy our articles. Um, yes, so, he, was, sorry, he was Principal Legal Officer for Legislation and Compliance in the Botswana Unified Revenue Service. It's Yeah, it's it's it, he's he's great. He's really, really good. Um, and it's, and that, it's, he's, in, he's in the UK now, right? I think he is, yes. Yeah. yeah, but just absolutely fascinating to talk to somebody who's sort of sat on both sides of that academic practical divide. Yeah. Um, and in that episode, you will hear me live research what the Botswana Income Tax Act says. <laughs> uh, we're um, nothing if not thoroughly prepared. Yeah, exactly. Um we're not okay. <laughs> so that there was a there was a heavy emphasis on Africa there, wasn't there? Yeah, uh, I know, yes. I know we, we talked about implementation. Tax provisions, but it. But we also talked a lot about Africa and how Africa interacts with the with with the. It's sort of almost like a, the Carlos Proto and the Umbakiso episodes are very similar, in the in the sense that they talk about capacity and developing nations and and how how to implement things that are they handed said, down by. They certainly talk about about common themes. I think to say they're similar is a bit unfair because. All right, they're... Okay, you've corrected me. Fine. I... I haven't. I've put forward a different perspective. Look, the people, the, the listeners of the world, the tax listeners of the world are used to this. It's okay. I just think I put, look, I put, I'm not getting, no. Right, right. Okay. They're not similar. They have similar, they have, they have, they, they share themes. They or share, they, themes, they share um, themes. But we get different perspectives. And uh, it, it, both Carlos and Mbakiso were fantastic. Yeah. And they definitely come at it from different angles. You can't like don't just listen to one, listen to both of them. Um, which I think is what Harry is worried about because I said that's similar. exactly yeah. what I'm saying. They, that's why I say they have similar themes, so they work well together. Really, yeah. As, as as soon as I said it, I, I regretted it, but we were in, and uh, just keep going <laughs> forwards. Right. So next, we talk about something that I love the idea of, um, and I go on about quite a lot, but I never get, never really get the chance to examine it until we talked about it with Peter Deitch. Which is a global tax court. Yeah. Now he's a returning guest. Uh, we did an episode um, last year with him around um, tax justice and philosophy of tax. Uh, he's proposed a, a global tax court in his in his book Catching Capital, and we talked around the underlying principles there. We didn't talk about how it would actually work on a day to day basis because he's a philosopher. Uh, yeah, but... I think we talked about what it should what what it should be for primarily, didn't we? Yeah. So that's that's part one of the two parts of the uh, the global tax court element of this, um, because we did a little bit, didn't we, about how it implements. We did an episode on how a global tax court should actually operate. We did, and I don't like to think of it as the weak episode of the series, but you know, um, no, we. So having spoken with, Peter, I don't think it's the weak one. I think it's the surprisingly good one. <laughs> it's the one that shows how much we've learned yeah. you know talent undiscovered talent i think you'll find in that episode 
So we we talked about how um, a global tax court might work and some of the problems that might come up in establishing it. Um, and the reason it's Graham and I is because ultimately this is the one we couldn't get a guest for. I really wanted a judge from like the ICJ or something, but you know, I, I get it. <laughs> Don't just, we did this because as two practitioners, we, we understand the system. Stop telling them we didn't get guests. Right. Anyway. And then we move on to the final full episode, which is a retrospective. I mean, you've, we, we've got, it's got a title. Have we designed the, uh, the perfect international tax system, but it's basically a retrospective over the whole thing. Once we've got some conclusions. I think we, yeah, the aim, the aim of that episode has been to pull together everything that we've talked about and sort of see where there are areas of agreement, where there are areas of disagreement. And if we, if we have the shape of a, a designed international tax system, and if we don't, whether or not we should be doing it, and if we should, what we should be doing. Yeah. And we're obviously the people. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. We're going to leave that. You're going to have to listen to them all and then come to, come together at the end. Right. Absolutely. This is a ma- this has been so look, let's face it, right? We're not professional podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> we're barely professional in the things that we're actually paid to do. It, we're not professional podcasters. And um this has been a big project for us to put together what how many is it? Ten episodes? Nine episodes? It keeps changing. Um nine or ten episodes on a, essentially a single theme. We hope, we really hope that you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed putting it together it's been fantastic for us we've learned so much i mean there's so many things that we've learned in doing this podcast in general so we've learned you know it's starting with sven steinmo go back and listen to that episode it's not got enough listens um sven steinmo that it's then it's just the whole thing's just opened my eyes about how the tax works and i think this is bringing all those themes together isn't it harriet that was that was the aim, so that we can get back to completely ignoring them and talking about technical things, which is yeah, where yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> Don't worry, we are going to do some more technical things. We've just we've just been discussing to do doing more technical things, but this is going to take us a month and a half to release. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it's a week. So um, please enjoy it. We are hoping, though our coordination might not work properly, to put up some um, materials to go with them. But with some technical issues that we're sorting out there, um, and Lovely described as a technical issue. Thanks, Graham. <laughs> well, the technical issue is I don't know how to do it. We'll we'll find a way. Somehow we'll either put them on the LinkedIn page or whatever, right? And well, that'll drive traffic, won't it? So we'll put them on the LinkedIn page at least. Um, yes, we'll sort we'll sort something out. But there's there's some materials, just sort of the plans, the key themes, and things like that. Yeah, right. So we might even have a think about some reading to go with it if anybody. Is that interested? So, thank you very much to listen for listening to us. Just actually burble on about how great the people we've spoken to in the last two months. But are. they really were. They really are, and um, we look forward to to your feedback on the uh, on the episodes that are upcoming. And we'd love to see you on the LinkedIn page. Please reach out. Tell us what you think. Whether we've managed it. Whether we haven't managed it. Um, anyway, it's been great, Harriet. Goodbye. Goodbye.